Welcome to this podcast by the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. I'm Mark Travis. And this time we feature a program of works performed by the young American pianist, Reed Tetzloff. A graduate of Manus College, the Massachusetts native was a semi-finalist in the 15th International Tchaikovsky Competition. And since that time, he has performed as a recitalist and concerto soloist in many major concert halls throughout the United States, Europe, and China. The Cincinnati Inquirer praised his magical tone, and Gramophone Magazine wrote of his ebullient virtuosity. Oh, and he's a heck of a nice guy, too. Now we'll hear Mr. Tetzloff in two works by Alexander Scriabin, as recorded for the Grand Piano Series in July of 2019, as well as two transcriptions, one by Liszt and one of Liszt. More on that in just a little while. We'd like to thank the Brooks and Joanne Fortune Family Foundation, the Larry and Judy Halpin Charitable Foundation, as well as our corporate season sponsors for the 1819 season, Six Sense Dental, and All Seasons Naples. The mission of the Grand Piano Series is to preserve and present great piano literature featuring artists of the highest caliber. Its vision is to inspire people of all ages to discover the beauty and richness of classical piano music through performance, study, and uncompromising excellence of outstanding musical experiences. More information is available when you visit us online, grandpianoseries.org. Biographer Fobian Bowers wrote of the Russian composer Alexander Scriabin that, quote, no one was more famous during their lifetime, and few were more quickly ignored after death, end quote. And indeed, I have to admit that Scriabin was something of a footnote when I was in music school. But I do recall a fantastic essay by Max Harrison entitled Forging a New Musical Language, and in it, Mr. Harrison discusses Debussy, Schoenberg, and Scriabin as three of the composers most dedicated to composing original music. And, of course, they each did it right around the same time, almost in parallel development. The word original when describing Scriabin might not be saying enough. I would call his style intensely personal and idiomatic, and that's to say nothing of Scriabin the man, or Scriabin the mystic, who famously claimed to have synesthesia, or the ability to hear colors. I might add that while you could probably go years without hearing Scriabin's music performed by your local orchestra, his works for piano have never drifted so far away from the recital hall, especially this first piece on our program, the Waltz Opus 38 from 1903. Here to play it for us is Reed Tetzloff for the Grand Piano Series. Thank you. 
Waltz Opus 38 by Alexander Scriabin. Reed Tutzloff was the pianist as recorded at the Vanderbilt Presbyterian Church in Naples, Florida, back in July of 2019 for the Grand Piano Series. And we continue with music of Scriabin, this time a later work, Vers la Flamme, or Towards the Flame. Here again is Reed Tetzloff to tell us more. Ver la Flamme is a perfect example of this completely crazy, sort of febrile, inexplicable, apocalyptic kind of music. It was written right before World War I, but uh, his, you know, in his mind, he was thinking of the mysterium, which is, you know, the idea that he had of the end of the world and the new age that would be ushered in with him as God. <laughs> and uh, he, he never finished the mysterium, the actual piece, you know, if that could be finished. But um, this is a sort of a hint of, you know, the kind of music that was in his mind. And actually, speaking of mysterium, I, I went to his house in Moscow, and I got to play on his piano. It was a Bechstein, his really interesting piano. And um, he had this standing desk where he would stand and compose. And they tried to leave the house, which was a museum now, they tried to leave it as, as he left it, you know, as much as they could. So there was the manuscript of the Mysterium. <laughs> he was trying to write it out, you know, with the bells hanging from the clouds. And, but it's music that I've always kind of had in my fingers. Not, I don't play it all the time, but, you know, I've, it's never too far from me. Mm -hmm. There's a great quote by Richter where he says, like, Scriabin is not really a composer that you would call your daily bread, but he's a heavy liqueur that you can get drunk on from time to time. <laughs>
Vers la Flamme by Alexander Scriabin. Reed Tetzloff was the pianist as recorded for the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida. The next music we hear is by Franz Liszt. This is the fugue from his Fantasia in Fugue on a chorale from Meyerbeer's opera Le Prophète. The piece was originally composed for organ, but it is best known today in this transcription by Ferruccio Busoni. Once again, read Tetzloff. If I think of a piece like this and the B minor sonata, which are sort of the two you know, grandest keyboard works I list, you know, one for piano, obviously one for organ. In both of these pieces, he uses the fugue as uh, sort of a climactic element, um, both structurally and, you know, what the fugue is, but also in a symbolic sense of sort of pulling mm-hmm. all of these elements together. And then, you know, in both pieces, eventually the virtuosity and the sort of demonic drive of the music gets to be too powerful for the you know the structure and the rigor of the fugue to kind of contain it so then it just breaks into this uh, <laughs> you know very unfugal virtuosity but uh, the way that he does that is is really thrilling now if Scriabin is a composer that is too often underestimated and misunderstood the same might very well be said of Franz Liszt While no recordings of Liszt playing exist, we somehow almost remember Liszt more for his virtuosity and the effect that his good looks and stage presence had on an audience, rather than his significant prowess and influence as a composer. Reed Tetzloff agrees. Well, especially with this piece, um, you know, it's a very serious piece. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. and it shows like all sides of Liszt. I don't know, there, there are so many like kind of funny stories about how he became an abbey and he couldn't become a full-fledged priest because he wouldn't take all of the vows. He took all of the vows except the vow of celibacy. But uh, this piece shows, you know, this side of him that was so fascinated with this spirituality and this kind of gothic cathedral of sound. And I heard this funny saying that is talking about how this doesn't get his due. And, you know, especially in these pieces like this, which are so serious and, and meaningful and deep. You know, they say that when someone plays Chopin badly, we blame the pianist. But when mm-hmm. someone plays Liszt badly, we blame Liszt. And that's not really fair, right? Yeah, so I think this piece is, uh, you know, it's an important one in showing Liszt's personality and his identity as a composer and musician. Thank you. 
That was The Fugue from Liszt's Fantasia and Fugue after Meyerbeer, as transcribed by Buzoni. Now, that piece wasn't technically a part of Mr. Tetzloff's recital at the Grand Piano Series, but when you have access to an incredible instrument like the Fazioli F308, it can be quite inspiring to capitalize on that opportunity, as Mr. Tetzloff explains here. What I did was I had the concert on a Monday night, and um, uh, Milana and Raniero told me, that, you know, oh, you can bring some other, rep- keep some other repertoire in your fingers if you want to record anything, you know, we can go into the space the day before, and and uh, we can record. So actually, we ended up having less time than we we had planned. But I went in there on Sunday evening, and uh, I played through the list with Sony and a few other things, and um, got that recorded. You know, on this great, great piano. Um, I'd never played a piano like that before. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, just the possibilities for the color and character were just uh, really impressive. And I thought, oh, my God, what a perfect piano to play a piece like this, this Busoni, <laughs> something that was written for organ and really calls out for, you know, like infinite possibilities on the piano. Our final work on the podcast was performed as an encore to Mr. Tetzloff's July 2019 recital. It is Liszt's transcription of the Liebestod from Wagner's opera Tristan und Isolde. Once again, read Tetzloff. Actually, Tristan was one of the sort of formational pieces for me. I encountered it when I was 14 and there was this like, there, there must have been this completely weird um, s- story from, uh, well, I'll tell you the story. I, I was like 14 and I went into Barnes and Noble by myself into the music section and I, you know, grabbed the recording and put it down on the counter and this like nerdy kid with braces is buying a recording of Tristan. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so I awesome. started listening to Wagner and uh, was, I was obsessed with it at that age and um and you know i'm still obsessed with it in a, in a way but uh this transcription is maybe my favorite of of uh all of the list wagner transcriptions and tristan is my favorite wagner opera and he he does it so so orchestrally and so perfectly you know to the piano that it doesn't sound i don't feel like i've really missed that much mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a lot of transcriptions i think oh that's nice that you can play it on the piano but i'm missing you know so much of the color but uh, I don't know, there's something about the, maybe the closeness of Wagner and Liszt, and Wagner owed a lot to Liszt in his compositional mm-hmm. style and, and everything, that, you know, Wagner's music on the piano in Liszt's sort of language just works, um, especially in this case. Although I will admit there are a couple places where Liszt, uh, maybe intentionally, I don't know, he seemed to leave out the, uh, the vocal line and I tried to put it back in. So <laughs> if anyone follows with the score and they see something that's like a little different, then uh, that's me trying to get, you know, Isolde in there. <laughs>
There was a transcription by Franz Liszt of the Liebestort from Tristan und Isolde by the composer's eventual son-in-law, Richard Wagner. Reed Tetzloff was the pianist as recorded for the Grand Piano Series in Naples, Florida back in July 2019. We'd like to again thank the Brooks and Joanne Fortune Family Foundation, the Larry and Judy Help and Charitable Foundation, as well as our corporate season sponsors for the 1819 season, Six Sense Dental, and All Seasons Naples. And you can learn more about the Grand Piano Series when you visit www.grandpianoseries.org. There you'll find information on upcoming concerts, as well as auditions, volunteer work, special events, and underwriting opportunities. And if you haven't done so already, I hope you'll please look us up and like our pages on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And again, that all starts with a visit to grandpianoseries.org. Milana Strezova is the co-founder and artistic director of the Grand Piano Series with Raniero Tazzi. My dear friends, I miss you so very much, but I am thrilled that we can still enjoy this time together with some terrific music. And so for now, until next time, this is Mark Travis wishing you good health and good music. Stay safe.